When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. Welcome to the Manhor Podcast. What's up, peeping Toms and jacking Jills? This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What is up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to my show. Uh, I'm your host, comedian Billy Persida, and typically on this program, I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex and dating. However, today's show is the first of a series of episodes. Uh, really, I'm bringing back, I'm resurrecting an old series I did of Naked Podcasts. Yep, I brought them back. I'm going to tell you more about that in a bit. But first, show dates, people. I got some show dates. Okay. Uh, got a lot of shows coming up in March here in New York City. Look, I'm going to be performing in like an Astoria. I'm going to be performing in Astoria a lot. Brooklyn, the Lower East Side. So instead of reading off all those dates, just go to manwhorepod.com slash comedy You'll get all the information and details that you need on all the various shows I'm doing. And while you're over at manwhorepod.com, sign up for the mailing list. I just sent out the, a monthly newsletter that I do. Included a very uh, vulnerable, very personal, I don't necessarily want to call it steamy, but we're going to call it an, in, an intense story about reconnecting with a woman I've held a torch for for many years. And it's only available in the newsletter. Uh, you'll have to probably go to my Twitter or to Facebook and find the link to the newsletter to, to even read it. It's only available to my subscribers on the mailing list. We just did a Clona Willie giveaway. I gave out a couple of, uh, of, <laughs> of dick duplicators, of dick molders, to people subscribed to the mailing list. Do you start, are you starting to see a theme here? Sign up for the mailing list. I won't spam you. You only get good things from it. And you can do all of that at manwhorepod.com. I want to jump into some uh, listener emails. Let's just get right into it. I don't need to complain to you all about having my jacket stolen at a bar at 3 in the morning when it's 16 degrees out. You don't want to hear about that. I have somewhat recovered. It's okay. Uh, the, this first email comes from longtime listener, big time fan whore, Chris with a K. He writes, great episode, Billy. Another home run. I'm emailing you about something you're currently covering in the show because I feel like I am a real-life example. So I attended college at South Dakota State University, go Jackrabbits, and I received a degree in sociology and human services. After college, I did what I always wanted to do, and I worked with at-risk youth. I loved it for a few years. Then I experienced burnout, you know, uh, all too familiar to people in my field. Thinking I needed a break from kids, I got a job as an electrician, thinking I could do this for a while, learn a useful skill, then just go back to what I love to do. Well, it's three years later, and I am still an electrician. I'm still in this trade because, look, the money is so much better than working in the field I went to school for. So let the ladies know that there are some great working class guys out there. Thanks again for the great episode. The sociology major in me was totally geeking out over the numbers. Chris with a K. 
Uh, thank you for the email, Chris. I was so pleased to hear that people enjoyed uh, my episode last week with John Berger, uh, author of Date Anomics, a book I recommend you all go out and buy and read. I do want to clear up one thing, though. You know, so you know, he was talking about unbalanced gender ratios in various cities in the country and how women should uh, open themselves up to working class guys to help even out that gender imbalance amongst college educated uh, singles. But here's the thing, you know, he wasn't saying that women were just automatically saying they won't date an electrician. Granted there are some women who have this mindset, you know, they they in their minds think they won't date a working class guy, okay? That's their own issue. It was more John was concerned with this in regards to online dating. Because, you know, let's say you're you're on OkCupid and you check up you're a college educated woman and you're checking off the boxes of who you want to see maybe it's based on height or whatever sometimes it's based off college education a lot of women will say they want someone who a college educated woman oftentimes will check off i want a a similarly college educated man the problem with that is uh, it automatically knocks off a bunch of working class guys without college degrees now chris you're an exception to this because you have a college education and you're an electrician, so you wouldn't be weeded out from their uh, their selection process. So what John is just suggesting is that women, I mean, people in general, he's saying most people should think this way, but since his book was directed towards women who are into men, that's who he's speaking to. But he was suggesting that women think outside of the checkboxes presented to them in online dating. You never know who you're going to close yourself off to because what if you met a guy at a bar who didn't have a college degree but you hit it off real well is that is that really going to stop you? So that's what he meant there. But again, thank you for that email, sir. Uh next email comes from uh from Adrian. So I have been fascinated recently in recent weeks with listeners from these smaller countries, or maybe they're not even smaller in size, but countries where I don't receive as many downloads, possibly because English isn't the the natural language of the first language of that country, or maybe it's not a big pop, big podcasting country. I don't think Nigeria is huge on podcasts yet. So I put out a call, be like, "Hey, people, like you know, if you live in one of these, like, uh, if you live in a different country, maybe a smaller nation, shoot me an email. I want I want to know you exist. I want to know." Who is that? Who are those downloads coming from? So I get this email from Adrian. It says, hey, I'm a 32-year-old divorced queerish guy from Costa Rica. I'm into some soft BDSM and into polyamory or openness. And since I'm divorced for non-polyamorous reasons, I've begun uh, searching for a better fitting relationship model for me. It's a small country, about 5 million people or so, and a conservative one. So listening to you and your audience makes me feel less weird. So thanks. I have a question about dealing with open relationships. I've browsed around and can't really find what I'm looking for. How do you deal with outing your openness in the context of a really conservative country? I pretty much gave up because it's an invitation uh, to rejection in most cases over here. Well, first of all, thank you, Adrian, for, uh, for emailing me. I'm glad to know that that's where the 32 Costa Rican downloads are coming from. <laughs> um, that's great. As for your question, I don't know Costa Rica very well. You And if everybody wants to know how poorly uh, I know about Costa Rica, I refer to it as an island when I emailed him back, and he had to correct me that it's uh, not an island because I'm an American and a moron. 
But normally I would I would say that leading with the information that you're non-monogamous or polyamorous is good because it weeds out people you were never going to connect with. But this is also not the, you know, you're not in the United States. So if being out about your queerness or non-monogamy would make you like physically unsafe, I don't know when you mean conservative, if it's, if it's just nasty eyes or if you could be facing some sort of violence for being a queer man in Costa Rica, you know, then withhold it. And then you can, you can parse that information out as you start dating someone, you know, see who you've made a connection with before you just dump all the information. Something to keep in mind, if your country is at all slut shamey, which if it's conservative, I'm going to assume it is, the woman is in a similar situation as you, where she has to be cautious about what she shares because she could face violence, ridicule, or even unemployment. So just remember, like, although if, if you decide that you need to parse out the information over the course of, of, of several dates or several weeks or so, Remember that she may also be in that situation. She also be, may be playing the same game as you, waiting for a real connection and then disclosing untraditional relationship preferences. But if the worst that's going to happen is just like some snide remarks or nasty looks from your date, then I say, you know, just be upfront, put it in your dating profile, whatever. That's just only going to further attract people who have similar interests as well. Um, and it's going to shoo away the ones who think your desires are immoral. You know, I I specifically will use like my super likes on Tinder or whatever for women who say that they're queer or polyamorous or non-monogamous because I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's more probably my type of person. And I put it right up in my profile. It says, in an open relationship, looking to go down on pretty people. And the people who write swipe on me, who talk to me, I already know that they're game. So that's what I would uh, suggest so long as you're going to be safe uh, by doing so. And if you, if, if someone else listening right now, if you live in a conservative country, if you live in, say, like a South American country that's conservative and you face this, please shoot me an email. I would love to share that information with Adrian. And if you also live in a smaller country and you listen to my podcast, let me know where you're uh, where you hail from. So uh, feel free to shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. This one's not an email. This is just, you know, I got into a conversation with a fellow comedian friend, Eli. You know, he was, uh, (laughs) you know, we were, I mentioned the topic of gangbangs. He's like, I have so many follow-ups. So his questions were like, what constitutes a gangbang? How many people have to be there? What's the dude to lady ratio? And one little presumptuous, it's a lady. I mean, for in my case, the gangbangs are with ladies, but uh, really anyone can be a gangbang. A trans woman could be gangbang. A trans dude could be gangbanged. Men can be gang. In theory, a watermelon could be gangbanged. To which he responded, why would you want to fuck a watermelon? I don't want seeds going up my dick hole. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what uh, important question, what constitutes a gangbang? My personal opinion is I think... Three guys and one woman, we're going to say three guys and one receiver, I think constitutes a train. I think four, four, four penises and a receiver constitutes a gangbang, in my personal opinion. It's kind of that, oh, that other age-old question, well, what, what's, an, what's an orgy? I, I don't know. I think four is a foursome and five uh, five's a moresome, an orgy. I'm just trying to, to tackle 
the important questions that are facing our society as we try to distract ourselves from the crazy orange man, you know? All right, this next thing, uh, this is going out to all of my Canadian male listeners. Listen the fuck up, okay? We've got an emergency. There is a gorgeous, super hot woman in Halifax who is a big fan of the podcast and for some inconceivable reason cannot get laid. Her hotness, I can personally confirm. If you do not believe me, head on over to my Twitter at TheBillyProceda. Scroll through my pictures when you see some naked titties with uh, hearts over them. That's her. She's a gorgeous individual. Her name is Sarah. And seriously, she just is trying to get laid and cannot seem to accomplish it. And I, I just don't understand. Saturday night, she's sending me pictures of like what she is dressed in. She's like, I'm going to a bar and God damn it. I am getting some dick. She just doesn't know. She just says it's not happening. She shows me this amazing cleavage on this great body. She says, I'm wearing this. I've hit on all the guys. So if you live near or in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and you want uh, the opportunity to have sex with a beautiful woman, she's given me permission to attempt to, to arrange a casual sex encounter. Shoot me an email at manorpod at gmail.com. Let's get this lady laid. I would offer to do, I've, I have already offered to do it myself, but she's in Canada. I'm here. There are borders. Now, for my guest this week, Hillary. Okay, so let, first let me explain the Naked series. I've got a weird relationship with nudity. I have slowly but surely become more comfortable with it in my adult life. But I mean, I, in, in grade school, I wouldn't even change in the locker room. I, I refused. I didn't even want to. I would think of excuses. I would pretend. I would just say, hey, I forgot to wear underwear, so I don't want to change in the locker room today. I was so scared to take my shirt off in front of the other guys because I was a chubby kid. I got made fun of for being chubby. It helped me develop a, a phenomenal eating disorder, uh, terrible body dysmorphia. If you Google the word manorexic, I'm the second uh, search result. No big deal. In high school, I, you know, I struggled with disordered eating. Many would argue I still do. Uh, although I do, you know, I just don't, uh, I wish I had the discipline to starve myself like I used to. I just can't. I have tried and failed many a time. Uh, I've been on Weight Watchers, various diets. Even now, I don't love my naked body, but like I'm willing to. I, I recognize myself as a sexual being and I'm comfortable going to a play party and being naked amongst other people so long as there's one guy fatter than me. It's, uh, you know, I'm good with it. So two years ago, I did these series of podcasts where I talked to total strangers about sex and dating naked. Billy, God, why? Okay, I'll tell you why. So I believe that we're at our most vulnerable when we're nude in front of a new person. Think about it. Every time you go home with somebody, right, there's a little bit of a like a, a little bit of anxiety of the, oh, I'm going to get, they're going to see me naked for the first time. And I'm, for me personally, it's not even about my dick. It's about they're going to see my love handles. They're going to see my inner thighs. They're going to see that my chest is not super tight and defined. Even if it's in a in a non-sexual context, you know, again, like I said, the locker room. I didn't even start doing using the group shower at the gym until after I'd been to sex parties. Like that's how long it took me to get comfortable. 
And so two years ago, I did these episodes. I did one with a girl from Tinder where we knew there was mutual attraction. I did one with a girl from Reddit just to get a run-of-the-mill gal. And then uh, I did one with a gay guy from Craigslist because I wanted to not be selfish. And so now I did an episode with this gal from Tinder, Hillary. Hillary was fantastic. She was a great guest, super cute, wonderful little puffy nipples. Uh, I was a fan. And we had a really cool conversation about a lot of different topics. I mean, everything from pegging to sexual assault to naked painting, volleyball girls, and Barack Obama's sex life. So I want all of you, take something off. If you're at the office, slip your shoe off. If you're at home alone, take your shirt off. If you take your pants off, I don't want to know about it, okay? But let's get naked with Hillary. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's Wedge Ramp Combo when you use promo code MANWHORE at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling Wedge Ramp Combo with promo code MANWHORE. Or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. No guys ever care about hair and stuff, but <laughs> I groomed for last week and then I forgot about it. So, well, it uh, it is an an audio only medium. I know, but you're, you're gonna see me, so you'll notice. Okay, okay. Um, well, let's. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna do like three, two, one, and uh, when you play rock paper scissors, do you go on like scissors or go? Scissors. You go on scissors. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna go on one. Okay. Okay, so three, two, and then okay, so uh, three. Two, one. All right. Hey, we, we did that. All right. You know what's, what's odd about this is that this was requested by listeners, plural, for the last two years. What, being naked? Uh, well, I did these before, and then like, I've gotten emails and Reddit messages and tweets being like, Bring back the naked podcasts. And it's not like one weird dude in Kentucky. It's like multiple people. I don't know. He could make multiple accounts. Like, you don't know. It could be that. But I, I don't know. I was so confused. Like, why are y'all into this so much? You can't even see us. But they wanted it. So I figured, all right, I'll bring it back. Um, give the people what they want. Yeah. I give, I, give them, I give them more naked people on microphone. Yeah. And me uh, attempting to make eye contact and probably going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Hillary, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. This is probably like your weirdest Tinder non-date ever. No, I have a, a similar experience like really recently actually with someone that you know, which is what makes That I know? Yeah. That's all. Wait, and this was from Tinder? Yeah. And this is like the situation you've referred yeah, to? Yeah, that I, I wanted to tell you, but I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, so I was just on the state with a guy. And we were having a couple of drinks. And I mean, we didn't like hit it off. It was okay, just decent date for about an hour and then he had discussed how he 
how he had done nude modeling before. He like modeled for someone painting and he's like, we should do that. We should paint each other naked. And I was like, okay, that's, that'd be cool to do another time. He's like, well, we could go do it right now. I was like, okay. That I, sounds like, like a line. I know. I like, I just, I like made a face that I'm like, come on. I just, he's like, no, we don't have to do it. We can stay here and drink or we can go do this. It would be fun and interesting. And I was like, this sounds okay, so familiar. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, okay, we can do that. I'm, I'm down. Like the day wasn't going that great. I'm like, we can, this will make it more fun. So we get there and he like half, half heartedly brought out a canvas. He didn't, he didn't uh, take the paint out, like squirt it out. So that's how I knew he was kind of like, he didn't want to waste the paint because he, because I knew it was going to happen. And so we get naked. He just, we look at each other and he has a huge boner. And I'm like, this is why I made the face. And I, we just started, you know, got, got at it. No painting happened. And it was, and it was weird because you, you know, you know him. Wait, so wait, because I, I don't think I know painters. I try not to. Oh, he's not a painter. Oh, he's not a painter. No. Wait, so does he, is he, does he just do this as a lie? He's like, I'm yeah, going to buy a canvas don't... and some paints and like, I'm going to ask chicks, be like, hey, let me paint you like Titanic. Yeah, I know. Like he, he does paintings, but he's not, his painting isn't his thing. Okay. But, and I thought that he brought it up because I do paint. Like I went to art school and if you, you have the haircut and glasses oh, for it. Oh yeah, yeah, very artsy. <laughs> I don't, but, uh. I thought he had seen on my Instagram because it's hooked up to Tinder that like I do paintings because I'm pretty pretty good. And I was about to. That's part of the reason I agreed to it is because I was going to school him. I was going to like show him how good I was. Right. But he didn't even know. I, so that's it was definitely, why he, definitely line. He he wasn't worried about wasting the paint. He was worried you were going to find out he can't paint. Yeah, that's I mean, what it was. I saw his paintings. They were very abstract. <laughs> very. That's a nice way of saying <laughs> shitty paintings. Uh, they were sh- they were interesting. <laughs> they I've seen shittier. It's not shitty. It's modern. Okay. Yeah. This is, I, I can totally dance. It's modern dance. Yeah. It's, <laughs> wait, so um, what realm do I know him from? Is he a comedian, I'm assuming? Uh, no. Although I do date a lot of comedians, but no. Okay. Is it's, he from high school, college? No. Okay. What, I'm is afraid he, to say it because it might. My roommate? No. Uh, <laughs> here. He was a, a, a podcaster. It's not David Piccolomini because that sounds like a line he would do. No. Okay. I don't. I don't want to call him out. Oh come on, call him out. I'll I'll beep him if he's not okay with it. But okay, he does murmur. Oh, what's his name again? Ulik. Yeah, Ulik. He said you were one of his first guests. Holy shit, <laughs> murmur! I still see ads. Okay, so there's this guy in New York City. He like puts up ads. He's like a waiter, and he puts up ads around New York City. Say like, hey, want to talk? Uh-huh. And he just talks. It's just a talk where you just show up as a New Yorker and, yeah. and talk to people. They're everyday people like yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went and did his podcast years ago. And uh, that is hilarious. I know. It's too oh, good. Oh, man. I'm going <laughs> to call him out. I'm going to say I found out about your shitty ruse. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't hung out since then. but I, mean, I would imagine. I, yeah. It wasn't bad. but you know, Good sex? I'm, yeah. Just not good I, conversation? It wasn't bad conversation. Just, you know, there wasn't like a, we weren't, yeah, no, compatible. What? Like it didn't, it didn't, well, it just didn't seem, I don't know. It just didn't feel like some, I don't think either, either of us were that into it. Okay. We were attracted to each other, but. And how recently was this? It was after I had matched with you, but. Like, how'd you, how'd you know to connect me? I mean, like where was, unless he's got like a picture of me in his room. He does. He I, was I, my I mean, first guest. I was his first, I was his best guest. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I because he we when we got there, I saw his podcasting equipment. He hadn't really talked about it, and I was like, "Oh, I might be going on a podcast." And then he's like, "I know that guy." Ah, so, uh, yeah. hilarious, hilarious! Did you give a similar eye roll when you read my my pitch? I didn't because you were really professional about it. 
Yeah. And I, I didn't look into it at all. I did like no preparation. I didn't listen to any of your podcasts because I didn't want to like overthink it. But uh, you should I, at least I, check to make sure it exists. I didn't. I, I was <laughs> like, I was, I'm very, I can be trusting to trusting of people sometimes. I was like, this sounds like it would be a thing. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or else it would like be at a very advanced ruse, like the whole website, the the headshots, everything. I put really a lot advanced. of work. I spent a lot of money to yeah. like get women naked in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it would actually just be cheaper to get escorts at that point. Yeah, probably. But you you like the, but the where's, chase, the yeah, game. It's, it's no fun. It's no fun if I can't trick them into getting naked. Yeah. <laughs> this really gets you off. Where's the where's the hickey? Yeah, I was yeah clearly getting me, me off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where's the hickey about from? that? Uh, just a guy I hooked up with last night. Yeah. So a repeat customer. He just like pops his head in my life like every couple of months. He's too like flighty to date. It's so hard to like make plans with him, but he just keeps coming, like he keeps texting me and just randomly, and sometimes I want to deal with it and sometimes I won't. This time I'm like, well, might as well try to hang out with this guy. He was two hours late, like but tisk tisk yeah i was just drinking and then yeah was how was okay. it good okay it's a, it was okay oh you don't yeah. seem too excited about I kinda it i kind of i didn't even realize i had hickeys because i had forgot about that happening. oh when you walked in i saw i was like okay cool i've got a thing to go for yeah i know yeah my roommate was like nice hickeys in the, in the morning that's how i that's how i found out. i was like well nothing you can do not gonna put on makeup i didn't put on face makeup either because i wanted to be completely you're good oh completely know, nude completely i like the nude. Fil- yeah no no hair products <laughs> i scrubbed all the layers of filth off me because i thought that would make me look better like oh, i gotta get real clean no 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 come on now you're fine yeah. you're, you're you're very very attractive woman come on we've matched on tinder yeah that obviously means all the things I don't, yeah <laughs> It's not like guys just ripe sway everybody. I've, I've had guys tell me that before. That's what they do. I only started doing that when I was trying to cast for these episodes. Yeah. Otherwise, I uh, I normally I actually got to the point where on Tinder I don't even swipe just on looks anymore. Like I tap and read bios. Oh yeah, I always do that, and you have to look at multiple photos because there could be one flattering photo and the rest just you see what he actually looks like. I'm just like, for me, it's like I guess I've just gotten very busy. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have time to like waste on like shitty dates where there's exactly. nothing to talk about. You got a blank profile. I don't care how hot you are. I know. Unless you're a 10, then it's a left. You invest a little bit of time to make sure it's a more likely to be quality person rather than, you know, wasting the time going on a bad date. Well, also like, especially because in like, my bio, I say like I'm in an open relationship. I have a girlfriend. And so I want them to like be away. I say I'm just looking for people to come sit on my face. Yeah. Um, and I just want to not waste my time with people saying no hookups in there. Yeah. Bio, because I bet you they're not looking at my bio either. Yeah. So, and I'll do that own weeding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you only use Tinder? How else do you to meet the uh, fellas? I ha- was on Happen for a little bit, but that just wasn't as wasn't as useful. I just got I con- Tinder. I just got contacted by this uh, app called Pure. Sounds a. Uh... It's like specifically for sex, like you're. You're actually only supposed to use it for sex. Like you, if you if you select someone, you got thirty minutes to make plans, and that's it. How do they enforce that though? Like, I think they like close out if you're not fucking. No, like, I think they close off your chat window if like it's the idea is like you want to fuck now, and you've got like a half hour, an hour for your thing to be up there. Wow. To like meet right then and there. Yeah. I don't know. No, I stick to Tinder. I'm a pretty prolific dater. Going a prolific on a, dater. Yeah, I have a yeah quite a quite a portfolio of, of date experience <laughs> but uh and i don't know i i'm pretty busy with work and so it's a good way to meet people even just friends Cause i've been here for a year and a half i don't have that many friends in the city so it's just like go on a date and maybe it goes well or maybe you make a new friend but i 
hook up with most of them. <laughs> you I hook actually, up with most of them? Well, no. I, I Don't worry, Billy. I fuck them. <laughs> I, I promise. <laughs> I haven't crunched the numbers yet, but I'm working on this project where I, I've made a spreadsheet of every uh, Tinder date or happen date I've been on. And I'm not done with it. I need to update it for the past like couple of months, the dates I've gone on. And I put like, you know, name, what area he lives in. Like, was he more or less attractive in person? And like, was the conversation good? Like any notable stories? Did I sleep with him? Did I like give, give him a blowjob? How good was it? Did I want to see him again? How and good was he, your blowjob? Yeah. Or how good was <laughs> Do you the, ask for feedback the, sexual, the sexual interaction? And then, uh, yeah. And then... But I had, yeah, it's just for my records. I don't know what I'm going to really do with it, but it's, it's kind of like a fun, it's nerdy, but it's, do you I like, like to compile the information. Do you like doing like kind of sex geek number type crunching? Yeah, number? I'm going to, I haven't, uh, cause I'm afraid to a little bit, see how many I've slept with out of the, it's been like, but you know how, so like, you know, all your, like, you know, your stats, eh, no? roughly. you know, kind of like how many dicks have been inside you. Yeah, roughly, roughly. What yeah. what number are we we teetering it's, at? It's up there. What's up there? I know people who say twelve and think that's wild. No, not twelve. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh it's in the single or double digits, but not not triple. Yeah. Okay. Are we like approaching a hundred? Probably. Okay. I got got started young. Ben, how uh, how old were you? I was fourteen. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't it wasn't consensual. But oh, that was going to be my second question. Yeah, you Anytime someone to... says under 15, I'm like, well, you know, let's probe a little more yeah. before we get excited for you. Yeah. And it was pretty like everyone thought I was a slut because of it. And so it became a self-fulfilling prophecy a little bit. Like everyone in school calls you a slut. And I was like, well, I might as well. And so I did it because I hated myself. But uh, after I uh, a couple of years later, I told my parents what had happened. And I got counseling. So I was like severely depressed. And I got through it. And I'm really glad that uh, it didn't affect me in the way that I don't enjoy sex. Because, you know, some people... If it robs that happens, them, yeah. yeah. I still love sex. And I'm, you know, it's it's liberating. So, Well, that's good. I mean, like, how have you, how are you feeling now in regards to that? Well, like, I don't... It's what? kind of just in the past. I don't think about it. It wasn't the worst... Like it, there, there's been more traumatizing rapes out there, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it was pretty. I mean, it's a no rape is good rape, but like, it could have been worse. Did you, you have you watched Jim Jeffries' new special? No, I haven't. Oh man, you know who Jim Jeffries yeah. is? Okay, so he has this. He opened the whole first maybe 10, 15 minutes long is Bill Cosby. How do you feel about rape jokes? When you, oh, I'm when fine you say, with it. You're fine with it as long you're as as long as they're re- respectful. Like of like it's like you're joking about it because it's terrible, not because it's funny like it's i don't know it's there's there's some bad bad rape jokes obviously but of course but i think they can be done right and they can be really funny and i'm allowed to make them so yeah yeah anytime someone goes like uh you can't make that joke i'd be like how do you know i wasn't raped yeah like, exactly why, why making assumptions here yeah if i say i was does that now make it okay for me to tell it i mean yeah. i think it's ridiculous i i <laughs> I think it's less, and people go like, "Oh, you're not you're supposed to like punch up, not punch down." It's like, who is? Would someone point to a joke where someone's making fun of the chick who gets raped? Like, yeah, I know. Point. Where is this joke? I've I've yet to see it on any uh, major comedians' yeah. routine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very PC. I'll joke about anything. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just normally when women bring up like having been raped, I'm normally not like naked. So I feel like I feel like we're like, yeah, no, you're exposing uh, yourself. But like now I'm exposed. And like, yeah, no. it's like it's my turn now. I'd, actually, after I was raped, I uh, I really uh, I got a, I have a passion for it now. I, I take it out on the men. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah, you finally you're... made me uncomfortable. That's hard to do. 
I've already exposed my love handles. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with it. It's cool. And yeah. no, now, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can talk about my drinking. That's always fun. Your drinking? Yeah, it's my drinking. The, is that the t- entity that it is. <laughs> is it a problem? Uh, not yet. Not it, yet? It, it's been a problem sometimes. A couple but, years uh, away from that? If I don't keep it in check, I have to I have to like reel it in sometimes and set boundaries, do it right. But when I die, I have a great capacity for drinking, I can do it a lot. And <laughs> no one can, like, people usually can't tell that I'm drunk. My friends, like, I will throw them back and just, I, I like doing it. It's a fun thing. Let, let's go on the sex geeky number stuff on your, your spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do guys know that they're going into a spreadsheet? I tell some of them about it. And they're like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Like, it could be my, my great, my life's work. Your life's work? This, well, the, the main purpose of it is to document like the weird stories of like things that have happened. But that's actually, I haven't done that part yet. I like, I write a little notes, but I need to like write out the long stories of what just weird dudes. Like this one guy, they really wanted me to peg him, which I was... I was willing to do, but once I mentioned that, he was so, he couldn't get it out of his head. And he was like, well, do you want to go do it right now? And I'm like, I thought you said you'd never been pegged. And he's like, oh, I haven't, but I, I he's have, just been waiting I have for the years. apparatus. Yeah. And then he, like, he couldn't stop thinking about it. And then he kind of was like putty in my hands and it was very unattractive. Ugh. So yeah, there's that guy. You, what are you on the like top from the bottom? No, but I, I, he just, he was too submissive, but and a little too focused on it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Wasn't <laughs> sexy when it's like all he wanted was my dick in him. You know, a fuck buddy of mine recently told me about a Tinder date she's on and a guy that she had been sleeping with a little bit. And apparently, on the Tinder date, he revealed that he listens to my podcast. Like independent, she didn't mention me. He's just like, yeah, I listen. To, you listen to podcasts. I listen to this thing called Man Whore. She texts me, and I was like, yeah, um, <laughs> spread the word. Yeah. And and apparently, this guy wanted her to peg him. Um, and like, and fuck his ass and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, great. She's willing to do it. Like she's GGG. She'll Mm -hmm. do that shit. And then, (laughs) but he was like, so focused. Like that's all he wanted to do. Yeah. Maybe that's a common trait for guys that like pegging. They're kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. I was like, I I like a good, uh, finger toy in my ass here and there, but it's not like an all the time thing. If anything, my girlfriend wants to do it more than I do. Yeah. And so, but you know, because you feel powerful. (laughs) Yeah, and Paige is a tiny gal. And <laughs> and so, you know, this girl, Kay, we'll call her, is, you know, at one point, like, she fucks his ass real good. He comes hard. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh-uh. And then she goes, yeah, so, you know, like, my pussy could use some attention because, like, he wouldn't really go down on her and wouldn't really fuck her. And he gave, like, the most just half-hearted, sliding-in, lazy lay. And now she don't fuck him no more. No, he doesn't deserve it. No? Jeez, that is just... The disrespectful. Yeah. After all she did for him. After all the, <laughs> after strapping that thing on I for know. you. Uh, so if you're listening out there, dude, whoever the fuck you are, bad job. Yeah, man up. Bad dog. Okay, after the do, girl. Do, fu- do your duty. Yeah. Yeah, you fuck her first and let her fuck you, or vice versa, but make sure she gets hers. Yeah. I've never heard of a dude being a lazy lover in that regards. Like yeah. normally, when they want to be lazy, it's all about their dick. Yeah. But for this guy, he's like, I'm lazy. He's like being a pillow princess, but just be like, yeah. just fuck my ass, and that's it. You don't hear that too often. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I find that interesting. The spreadsheet thing is is cool. I have a spreadsheet too. It feels creepy. Mm-hmm. You don't feel creepy at all having it. No. Because like I have it for practical purposes. I have it for the show. Yeah. I had to list out everyone I've made out with just so I know who I've contacted and, mm-hmm. and who's left to go. Yeah. What uh? What's like your favorite criterion in the spreadsheet? It's probably not the stories section. Uh, more or less attractive in person. 
Yeah. That's always like before you go on a date, you have this little anxiety. Like, are they going to be like look exactly like their pictures? Are they going to be just the pictures are really deceiving? Or even when you meet someone, they just have this feel about them that you're not attracted to. There's just something like the way they smell or something. You're not into it. Or like sometimes you're really surprised. Like the guy that I was with last night when we originally went out like a year ago. He he was had really like obscure pictures that were like far away, but he had interesting things in his profile and his Instagram. And I was like, I might as well go for it. And I was very pleasantly surprised. He was attractive and interesting. But am I more attractive in person? Oh, well, I think you're about equal because you have like nice photos and they're very clear. You have like pictures of you naked uh, with just with your tongue covered up. And yeah. My so body, pa- I'm not a creep. It's my body painting day photos, yeah. guys. It's not just me showing my cock on Tinder. Yeah, so it's like it's already pretty, <laughs> I had a good vision of what you're going to look like. And do I look better with clothes on or clothes off? Well, I didn't really look at you much when you had clothes on because I was like kind of a little anxious, like just got to get in there, get changed, uh, do uh, answer the questions and get into the <laughs> podcast. So yeah, you look good both ways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What was what was the feeling coming over here? I because here's the thing. I almost didn't want to book you because you almost seemed too comfortable. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was a little nervous, and then right before I got really nervous, and I was like, "Oh no, should I even do this?" But right before, like, like getting undressed or coming over, or right what? before coming over, like this morning, I was like, "Oh, what 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 have I done?" But <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty comfortable. I am sweating a lot though. I don't know if you can see, but it's kind of because the light. Yeah, that's why I like. Oh, yeah, I have really when, harsh lighting. When, <laughs> no, this I don't know. thirty watt or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it, but it's like right here. It's like uh, maybe it's my glasses. I got some sort of glare going on. But and then when you when my mic was away, it's because I had a, a bead of sweat going down. That's why the mic was away from my face. So I was like, oh no, look at this huge bead of sweat. I have to react to. Clearly, you've never been to a sex party because like everyone's sweating, and we just learned not to care yeah. about it. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to. I've heard about like the monthly orgy thing there's also there's all sorts of stuff in this city yeah i need to to get in on that i need a you need a connection okay we can we can talk we can talk (laughs) okay uh but but yeah so because you know when i message you and you're like instantly you're like i'm in i'm (laughs) like this seems like too interesting because here's the thing i put up like ads on craigslist and reddit and i got like a lot of messages from like lifestyle people like people who go to sex parties mm-hmm. people who are nudists and i say in the ad like please no nudists yeah no, no one cares what you have to say here <laughs> what's well, not that it's just like it doesn't change the dynamic the whole yeah. point of doing this is so that like it can maybe make either of us a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. um so if we're both super comfortable naked and it's not going to change anything mm-hmm. then like what the fuck's the point yeah you know um so i want people who are like more hesitant but willing yeah. So you immediately went like, I'm in. And, and then you're like, yeah, no, I'm comfortable. I was like, yeah, but like, what would make you uncomfortable? And you, what'd you tell me? Oh, be, being with someone I knew? Is that what I said? Or well, you I don't remember. I talked to a lot of guys on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, um, and then you tell me like, well, we're going to be in a non-sexual setting and naked. Oh, and that yeah, is new and different for me. Yeah, because when you're naked and you feel self-conscious, but you still have that power, like, you know, they're attracted to you. And so there's like what you have going on is good because they're reacting to it. Yeah. Because And so you, you stop feeling self-conscious. But here, I'm just... Does my lack here. of erection make you yes, uncomfortable? Yes, I was expecting an erection. Oh, I'm, I'm... Instant erection. Because that's what happened last time this happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. You told me that, and I thought, like, mm, I'm not hard right now, and I wonder what she thinks Very about that. Very disappointed. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Single tier. S- single single one tier. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it for you. Yeah. yeah. By, by the end of this well, podcast. we're talking about it now, so... That's what happened last time. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Last time I didn't get hard until like we started talking about. It. Then it's like then it wants to wake up. Yeah, it's yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. 
Well, anyway, we can we can well, just sit and stare at it until it's it's erect. I mean, that's we what, we can do that. That's interesting for the viewers. We can put the microphone up to it, see what I don't what I it don't. sounds like. Yeah, I don't think it makes sense that you can describe. Do you want to describe me? Uh, I, most of my listeners haven't seen me naked because uh-huh. they don't follow me on Twitter, and you should. But they don't. Cool. so I don't know. Do you want to describe what what you're seeing as we let this go up or down? Hopefully, well, you've got some chest hair going on. You're you're sucking in now. Oh, you're flexing. Yeah, yeah. I I live sucked in. Really, I don't. I just I've kind of given up. I started going to the gym recently, but uh, if you still, Google still a little fluffy, if you Google the word manorexic, I'm the third Google result. Really? Yeah. I'm. This is always sucked in. Do you, Do you have eating issues? I, I have body image issues. Oh, well, everyone does. Yeah. I don't know anyone that's in love with their body. Okay. I, I do love my body, but I'm. I, I also I shame myself. I'm like, oh, you, you piece of shit. Sometimes, but then um, I'm like, I still love it. Nonsense. This is I, a good. Like, this is a healthy, normal woman body. Yeah. Yeah. My roommate likes to tell me I look like a Renaissance painting, which is so rude because she's just really skinny and for does like, yoga. But like, I'm a tall, skinny girl, kind of, but I'm also curvy. It's kind of, it's not. There's not really a category. I'm forgetting who did it, but there's that painting where like it's a woman and she's like. It's mostly you're seeing her back and she's elongated, but it's mm-hmm. like to an unrealistic extent. And yeah, maybe like that. Yeah, like you. Yeah, you have like length to you. Yeah, I like. Okay. Oh, that's that's another thing with the Tinder dates. It's gone down now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when when we take the focus off my dick, yeah, then, uh, then you do talk about art. Yeah, talk about art. Talk about anything else. Talk about my dick. It's like, hey, no attention. He's, it's like me and he's comedy. a real narcissist. He's. Yeah, that, that happens with me too. I, I can relate to that. I, I, I can imagine any comic; it will be like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, another thing with Tinder dates is their height is always a, you know, and not an issue because I'm I'm tall, and a lot of girls are like, oh, must be you know over five eleven or something, and then guys will respond like, well, then you need to tell me your weight. You know, have you seen that that whole argument that? I stay out of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's dumb. I've got my blinders on on Tinder. Yeah. My Tinder game is just me. Well, it's more of the internet, like, reposting things from, from Tinder of, like, you know, girls wanting to know a guy's height. And then the guy being like, that's unfair. You can't ask a girl's weight. But anyway, I'm 5'10", and I, I will date guys shorter than me. That's not a problem at all. Like, as long as I'm attracted to them and they're interesting, it's, it's fine. I'll usually do, like, a couple of inches shorter. Of course, it's more... Like, it's better when they're taller. Like, it's easier for me to be attracted to them. Or it's just, just like, I like that, but I don't mind at all. But, like, I went on a date with a guy who was significantly shorter than me. And that was a little bit of a... I, I felt bad because I just was not at all. I just, like, immediately wanted to, the date to be over. And I felt so bad because he was nice and interesting. But when we hugged goodbye, his, like, head was at my tit level. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. And you then, want like a little bit of a bend if they're going to go for the titty. Yeah. It just felt, you know, like a kid. And I felt bad because <laughs> I've got it. This makes me sound so bad. But we had been on the, we had hung out for like three hours. And That's way too long to do a date that you don't want to be on. Yeah. If I know I, I don't want to be on it, I set a 30 minute timer. I let them know I got to be somewhere. And then. Yeah. I'm going to, I do that from now on because I, I just was stuck there and I can, I can talk as much as I want. And he was laughing at all my jokes. It was great. But also I just, nothing was going to come of it. And I kind of wasted that time. I would have rather him left somehow and I could just stay at the bar and be my, by myself and drink and make friends, you know, mm-hmm. rather than be and then when he finally left. Uh, he got on his bike. Like he, we hooked by. He got on his bike and uh, drove off. And I was gonna just walk around the block and then go back to the bar. But I didn't even wait. He was like gone, and I just <laughs> walked back in. But, 
booked it. Yeah, but it, so on Tinder, you have to like, if guys don't write their height, I have to look just kind of, because I want to know, know what to expect, because with him, I was like looking at normal, you know, my normal level, and I had to look down. But sometimes guys get weird about it, too. I mean, so sometimes it's a chick like you is awesome, doesn't really care, but sometimes mm-hmm. there are dudes who they feel self-conscious about being yeah. with older women. Uh, I mean, not older, um, uh, taller yeah. Some dudes have things against older women. I don't. I yeah. think older women are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to be an older woman. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to coog it up? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I probably won't be like in, in a long relationship or at least monogamous. That's another thing. You come from about. you come from the non-monogamy camp? Well, not officially. It's something I've been interested in for a while, but it makes it complicated. Like At least for me with dating, the guys I date are usually not so mature and... Uh, I've made the mistake of saying like, oh, I'm interested in non-monogamy. I won't even say like I'm poly and I would never write that in my profile. But like there's been some guys. So like, I say that and they just get it in their head and then they think it's OK for us to be dating and for him to like be fucking a lot of other girls. And and like I had no idea. And it's like I just would have rather I just felt like disrespectful. And they they just think if like you can't say that right away is what I've learned. So, At least for the guys, the, the guys I, I've been with aren't that evolved to like understand that it's kind of like a about communication and stuff that's what yeah. i want not just it's not a fuck buddy that you call a girlfriend it's a girlfriend who where you also fuck yeah up. So, or even just casually dating it's like if if we feel like we like each other and you say you like you like me and i they say like you like we should have some communication about the other people we're fucking sure like yeah but guys uh they're not they're not so evolved that I've found. Not the ones I found. So I have kind of have to wait until like develop a little bit of relationship first, and then introduce it as like a, a thing. But I, uh, I, I haven't found anyone yet. But that's like the goal. Well, you saw on my profile, right? Like, yeah. so w- what was your reaction to that before I started this whole naked podcast pitch nonsense? What was the like initial reaction? You see this guy, you match. There's pictures. There's a stuff on his bio about girlfriend. Yeah. And yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm. I would rather that than a guy cheating on his girlfriend and not have it up there. And I, I appreciate like learning more about the poly lifestyle and just how it all works. And because I'm very unexperienced in relationships, and so it's fun to like figure out how they work through just by watching and like learning about someone else's. Well, does that add an attraction factor for you to see something like that that's different that you don't normally see on uh, mm. in a bio? No, I mean I've I've gone out with poly guys before, and it never it's not like there's some like wild sex freaks usually, but uh, no, it's just a, another like it just makes them a little more interesting. Okay, and usually it means they're more like uh, emotionally mature to if they have a functioning like functioning open relationship. But fair enough, fair yeah. enough. And but you're not into women. Uh, not usually. So you're not like the 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 unicorn, the unicorn type. I've thought about. I've matched with couples before, but I'm just never that compelled to go through with it or even talk to them. I'm just like, it's it's it interests me, but then all the work I'd have to go through, like setting it up, and just I'm I'm not attracted enough to women to go through all that to have to work for it. Would you have threesomes, or have you had a threesome? Not yet. I I definitely would. I definitely will. It's just like. Because when I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, girls are really pretty. Uh, like That the, alcohol coming back. I know. It, well, and it, it makes it easier for me to talk to them because I'm just, I am only experienced with hitting on dudes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at it. I can do Are it. you? Yeah. I, I haven't mean, gotten to experience it yet. Uh, I, you know, I've just been trying to book a podcast. Well, we, we already, we already like are in the final stage. I don't need to. You're in the you final made, stage? You made it too easy. Yeah, you're naked. I mean, I, I'm still flaccid the yeah. way I see it. Well, I, all I have to do is stare about it and stare at it and, you know, there we go. 
It's just, going. Yeah. Just, just just stare. Yeah. See, it's going. I'm not even doing that. Well, you are. I wish I could. I wish that was like a thing I could just turn on, turn off. Yeah. Sadly, no. It betrays me. Bastard. Here, I'm trying to just have like a a professional podcast. Yeah, in, in the, the nude, nude. <laughs> yeah, and there you are being like, "Hey, talk to me, yeah, get me involved." I'll be like, "Hey, patience." Well, not even talking about the threesomes could get it going. I, I, I don't know. I, I like girls are pretty, but like when I've made out with girls and like, I don't know, they smell like me. And even though I'm a narcissist, it's like, oh, your hair smells like my hair when I haven't washed it. It's not bad, but it just doesn't turn me on. Like, I can be at home alone and get that. Right. But if we, I'm out and having fun and they're pretty, then it's like a fun game to try to do a new thing, which is hit on a girl and try to try to Until you blue clit her and say, like, actually, no. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't I almost had. I, I, it was almost an orgy the other day. Yeah. Almost, it was a five sum. I love. Would have. Would have. I felt like it was so a close. A common question. Does it count as an or what number yeah, is orgy? Exactly. I say I think five is fine. I think five yeah. makes it uh, a small little. Yeah, because four is like pile. it's just a friend gathering and like it, you could just be like couple switching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But five is there's it's an, it's an unmatched number, so like there's has to be inter interweaving debauchery that I think qualifies it. And you had orgy. five people naked fucking around? No, no, no nudity. Uh, I had met this guy at a bar and he was there with his friend. And he was He's like, hey, I want to paint all of you. No, no, I didn't even, I didn't get any money. He must have skipped me, but uh, yeah. Well, I said paint. Oh, paint, pay. <laughs> no, he's like, hey, I'd like oh. to paint all of you in oh, my apartment. Yeah, yeah, oh, by that. the way, I can't paint. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was like, you know, drunk and being trashy, making out with him on the dance floor. He was on crutches too. I picked the, the weakest one in the pack to hit on wow. this guy on crutches. I was like, that's just. You are a, savage. Yeah. You, you were saying before you would make it, when I was asking like, uh, what do we identify as with sexual orientation? You're like, I, I don't know. I, I like being a woman, but I'd make a great dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd make a rapey dude. <laughs> well, like, I went, I went after the weak one. That's why it's good <laughs> that I'm a woman because no one really minds my predatory attitude. It's normally, you know, appreciated. It does. It uh, puts guys off sometimes when I'm really forward. But then I'm just like, well, move on to someone else. I don't need so to mess with that. So much easier. I prefer that. Yeah, so I know. Hard. A lot of guys appreciate it. Some guys are like really scared and just kind of like yeah. run, run away. But okay, so you you hit on this weak one. He's in yeah, crutches. Yeah, but he was tall and handsome and uh, foreign. And so I was making out with him. Then uh, it's last call. So we leave. And there was these two girls and a guy that had just been talking to us kind of. And they're like, the girls are being crazy because they're celebrating a friend's birthday. And I know the dude was just kind of like, who cares about him? But they're like, oh, we're going to come hang out with you guys. And we're like, okay. And he gave them the address. They got in a separate cab. And we didn't know if they would actually show up, but they did. They came. So we had like six of us in this guy's apartment. And all of his roommates were gone. And the girls whip out some coke. And so we're like, well, this is happening now. Uh, and I, like, I'll do coke, but I just do a little bit. And no one wants to, you don't want to be the person who just wants to take all the coke all the time and do a bunch. Just do a little. You don't want to be a. Have fun. You don't want to be a coke hoarder. Yes, hey. yes exactly. But uh, so I had obviously been kissing this guy in the the club, like they all knew. But then uh, he's like, we're all just being really friendly with each other, like touching, you know, legs and stuff. And then I start making out with the birthday girl, this really beautiful Asian woman. And uh, 
So she's all over me. And then I look over and the guy I had been kissing is kind of like holding hands with her friend. And I like, I didn't care. So I go over. I'm like stroking her hair. I'm like, oh, this is, it's, it's going to happen. It's, finally it's happening. happening. It's like I, all the people there I was attracted to. And like, it was going to be a good time. And, but then their male friend, this, this outlier, he, he was the bad coke head who just is always just like, do you want to do more coke? Want to do more coke? And we're like, it's right over there. You can go do it. And he just kept talking about it, kept wanting to do more. And he was just like really, uh, a buzzkill ruining really, the vibe ruining the mood we were all like it could have been really good and and uh and then he was also like the the non-aging girl the blonde girl he was her co-worker and uh and she was trying to set this guy up with the asian friend and so he felt kind of left out and so they all like left together and oh no we just had, i just had a twosome you had a the, boring i know you had boring good sex i know right <laughs> He had a crazy dick. What what makes it a crazy? It dick? It was like probably the biggest dick I've ever seen. Like it's it was long, pretty pretty dang long, but also just like r- ridiculously thick. Like yeah. it kind of like plunged me. Like you know, it was it was still enjoyable. You a size queen? No, I can do. Yeah, I can do pretty much any size. Uh, I'll usually enjoy myself because I know what I'm doing. It's not really the, what the guy does oh, to get me off. It's she goes, like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's not what the guy's doing that gets me off. It's like usually my own actions upon the dick uh-huh. that gets me like, where I need to Such go. Such as what? Do, uh, do, do I'm, tell. I'm, I'm on top. Share. I mean, I'll, I, it's not like I'm only on top, but like when I get off, that's how it happens. Oh, this is something you'll like. I don't get off from oral. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Explain a little bit more. Well, I'm just not super sensitive. And I've had many men try. They say I'm the best at it. They're like, I'm so good. Don't worry. Like, you're going to change. Like, this is going to change your life. <laughs> and a lot of girls I talk to are like, it's it's my jam. It's the only way I come. Like, it, why, don't you, why don't you like it? And th- they're just obsessed with it. And I, I try. I just, I get bored. It doesn't, it feels good, but I just it isn't. You're an inside gal. Yeah. I've, it's happened to me once, one time. And it was great, but it's like plenty of guys. I don't know. It just doesn't happen. So you prefer like a real, like a good fingering or a dick or are you Yeah, like, a good, good dick. Okay. Yeah. What's your stance on fingering? Well, like finger like inside, just like, or like fingering. Like, 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 oh, yeah. not fiddling. I mean like, yeah, a fi- fingering. like fingering, yeah. Well, because, okay, my I also have a weird masturbation stance. Not a ma- masturbation stance, a masturbatory history. Let's get into the history after. First okay. tell me what's your, like, your fingering stance. That's fine. Stance. It's, a yeah. good, it's a good warm up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, no problem. Okay. I don't like stuff in my butt. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll do it. If I really like the guy, I'm like, I'll treat him to some butt sex. I've had it to completion maybe twice. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, no, don't, don't try to be sexy and stick a finger in there. It's like, no, just, but you're only coming from like fucking. Yeah. You're, you're a rare breed. I know. (laughs) Okay. What's your masturbation uh, history? Okay. So I couldn't masturbate successfully until like I was maybe 21. Okay. I just didn't. If I needed to get off, like, because I started having sex young, I could just, you know, find, find a willing participant and get on the dick and come like that's, I didn't need to masturbate. Uh, but because whenever I had tried in my earlier years, because I don't, you're in like middle school, they'd be like, "Oh, so and so fingered herself." Like that's what I thought masturbation was like fingering yourself. So I'd stick my fingers in, and I'd just be like, "What?" Uh, uh, like, I, this is, I'm in. I feel what, we- what now? Yeah, it feels weird. I don't like it. They never like it. tell you what's next. They just say go in. Yeah, and I would try to, <laughs> I would try to like go in and out, and it just, I just feels it's strange. It's not something I wasn't like, I, I couldn't compel myself to like finger myself hard enough to be like a dick. I didn't realize that you're just supposed to rub your clit, and I, that that's what you need to do, or that's what I needed to do. Is that do. what you do when you're fucking a guy? No. No? Okay. It's, it's only when I'm by myself. Okay. 
but I have, but even then I have to like rub really hard because I'm just not that sensitive. I don't know if it has to do with my history of like sexual abuse or what, or if I'm just, you know, thick, thick skinned, but <laughs> thick hooded. <laughs> yeah. thick hooded. <laughs> I'm sure I could benefit from like vibrators and stuff, but I don't want to become reliant on machines. I like that I can service myself. Yeah. But every once in a really. while, it's nice uh, to yeah, switch up. It'd be nice, that. but I'm kind of like a slippery slope. Like the, like the way I'm with drinking, I'll just keep keep do, going, keep doing more. Like if I got started with that, I think it could, you know, devolve into a lot of depravity. Just, which would be good, but I don't know. I have to keep it simple. All right. It's time for the fan whore appreciation moment. I'm going to come up with a better name for this segment of the show, but this is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to an official fan whore who is part of our Patreon community. This week, it is Anya. Anya is a lovely gal, and I was super flattered to see her pledge pop up. She's a new she's a new time patron. I've known her for quite a while. That's why I was surprised, because uh, I'm always surprised when someone who sucked my cock uh, also says, I'm going to give you money every month. So, Anya, I want to say thank you so much for being a fabulous fan whore uh, by not only giving me money each month to create a great podcast for you, but for also sucking my dick that one time, uh, it was it was it was wonderful. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And uh, you too can become an official fan whore for as little as a dollar per month. You can alter your pledge at any time and receive fantastic rewards. Join our community today by going to Patreon.com/slash/ManWhorePodcast. Now let's get back to Hillary. Well, you said you're uh, so so you didn't get to have your orgy. You just had to have a big monster cock instead. Yeah. Is is like are you one of those people too big is too big? Um, I can usually I can usually take you it. You can take it. <laughs> take it. <laughs> but Champ. it did like it did like mess me up. I'm like, I need to do some kegels to kind of repair myself from that. I'm still working ah, on it. Ah. Yeah. Doing them right now? No, I I have to like focus because I'm afraid. Yeah, I gotta focus on that. Oh, that's so easy. You can like do them at work. Yeah. No, I'm too busy at work. I'm doing them right now. Yeah. Can't... I, I, I no, I could see actually. It weirds some people out. They're like, "Stop doing that." I'd be like, "Why? It's so my you, yeah. my body, my choice." <laughs> yeah, I want to. <laughs> I can twitch my wiener if I want to. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had a a micro penis experience once too, and I yeah. was I was fine with it. It's just a guy with a micro penis. Uh, like, what did you do? Just press it. <laughs> yeah, like a butt, like it on was, the elevator. Just like all right. Yeah, yeah I kind of gripped it, you know, like a like a pencil. No, no, it was, it was like this big. This this. You know, an inch. She's giving, yeah, she's showing about an inch. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a guy I had gone to college with, and I always thought he was like super cute and had a crush on him. And uh, one time he he drove me home from an art show, and I we made out in the car. I'm like, you want to come in? And he says, so he did. And when the pants come off, I was like, oh, but I wasn't going to freak out and be mean to him because I liked him. I thought he was cute. And so I kind of like attempted a blowjob and we like attempted sex, but it kind of was just on and not in. All right. I think he came. I don't remember. Uh, but then I, I feel like he was probably embarrassed because afterwards he didn't want to hang out ever again. And it upset me because like I wasn't judging him for that. Like I would still have dated him or whatever. But you were like, we'll like, figure it out. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Look at like, you with the healthy sexual. Attitude. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a size queen at all. It's the same thing with like short guys. So I'll do short guys. Can you confirm to listeners that I do not have a micro penis? He does not have a micro penis. Can we also confirm to listeners that I do not have a monster cock? Yeah, n- neither of those. Right, right in between. Yeah. I feel like erecti would be a, a good, solid size. I just want to get. I just want to get a. Uh, 
I just want to get that confirmed on the record. On the, you know, you, you've never done that before. You, you don't have all of your guests evaluate your your penis. Well, considering I've like you know hooked up with half of my guests, so mm-hmm. most of them have seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. Never really asked. Never yeah. really asked. So God, we could get that. All. And and sometimes people seem balls are a little weird, but all balls, balls are weird. Are weird? Uh, all balls are weird. They what's, all have the weird, weird skin. What's weird about the balls. Well, now I'm seeing the veins. You, you, he, he, well, like, he grabbed it and like squished it out. Like, you know, like I a, gave him a good like squeeze. Yeah, I, so I, like, I can see their their definition. I like to think I have nicely big balls. Yeah, they are big. That's uh, they, they dwarf your penis. <laughs> when when soft, yeah, I like. The, I like. I'm personally proud of my ball sack. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the guy with the monster dick. He also had monster balls, but in a bad way. They were like scary. They were like so like like elephant skin. So that's what comes with having a huge dick. There oh. has to be some some deterrent. It was. He also had five nipples. How do five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five? Five nipples. How do you have five? Okay, you know, you've seen people with like the third nipple, just be like kind of a little dot, like. Sure, down there. I think I have one. I just, I, I always have to tweeze like hair out of yeah. this one spot here. I don't know if it's because it's a nipple or just because I, I grow black hair out of that one spot. But yeah, I don't know. Nipples, they're usually like a bump like that, but discolored. Okay. So that's what his was kind of like, like that. There's like one right, I think right here. What a, wait, and, so, right and these here. are not all nipples as I gestured yeah. to your oh, midsection? All my freckles. No, She's got a lot of freckles freckly, like right by her. Spotted. Yeah, but they're like right by, they're only maybe by your the, belly button. Maybe, the, no, they're you, all over. Look, there's one on my toe. Right, but in the places where like you look on a naked woman, you got like one by your breast over here and then you just yeah, have a bunch little, by your belly button. Yeah. There's yeah. my little decoration, my little Your decoration. sprinkles. Who needs tattoos? You were yeah. born with some. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you have five nipples. Yeah, five nipples. There's like one right here, like right kind of underneath. Did one you of lick each nipples. one individually? No, I didn't. I just kind no? of looked at them. I was like, huh. And then and they're like small, kind of like yours, but like discolored. Does he have to hook up with like there? Vishnu just to get them all tweaked at the same <laughs> yeah, time? No, I don't think he can feel them. They're not like functional nipples. They're just kind of like... Like like gross almost is what. But then the the fifth one was behind his ear, and it actually looked like a big Shh. actual nipple. And it was kind of disturbing because he had hair like about my length, and he pulled aside, and there's just this big Shut. thing, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. I'm glad I didn't know that was there because I would have bumped into it subconsciously and be like, Ugh. I can only come if you tweak that one. <laughs> yeah, that one looks like it could have been tweaked. It was strange. <laughs> no fuck, you have to have long hair with a nipple there. Yeah, yeah, he can't ever have a buzz cut. And like, is that the weirdest like bodily stuff you've ever seen? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever seen the dude with two cocks? Yeah, on Reddit. Oh yeah, probably. I've been trying to get him on for years. He is like, it's so perfect. The guy with the two cocks would have and a both, boyfriend and a girlfriend. He's they're like both poly. massive. Yeah. He's bisexual. He's rich as fuck. Oh, I didn't know that. He's my age. He's twenty. He's like twenty-seven or twenty-eight. He made a shit ton of money. I won't disclose how because I don't know if that's public or not. But he made a shit ton of money. So all he does is like travel and fuck and write. But if you ever hear his voice, mm-hmm. um, he's on. He has a an episode of Upvoted, which is Reddit's podcast, mm-hmm. and it's like it's just like this very soft, like kind of it's kind of a gay voice a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, it just it sounds like a theater kid. Yeah. Sounds like a straight theater guy yeah. wasn't the lead. And uh, and so we've talked, and he's willing to do the podcast, but he won't do it in person. But that's the... Oh. He lives here. He lives in this, He lives in New York. Would you, wait, the naked podcast or just normal podcast? Normal podcast. Oh, then why don't you do it remotely? I just don't want to. I just don't. That's <laughs> not... I don't think you get as good of a connection or a conversation with a person. Yeah, sure. Uh, unless you're sitting naked right in front of her pussy. Mm, yeah. But if I can't there. see it, then fine. It's got to be yeah. in person. And so he's willing to do it remotely. And I every like six months, I check in to be like, come on, man. There's got to be a way... He's worried about being outed. He doesn't want his like name. Oh yeah, because that could be kind of <clears throat> detrimental to absolutely. Your life. Yeah, and I'm trying to be like, dude, like 
of all the people, like I'm not gonna dox you, but yeah, I know, and it's not like you're in like we're way out, way out here, not not where people are gonna see. No one's paying attention. <laughs> and what's weird is if I met up with him to hook up, if I if I told him I wanted to hook up with him, he would just meet up to hook up. You know, you're not gonna be a little devious. Try that. I'm not under... interested in dicks. The most I would do, I'd be like, I'd, I'd probably want a picture of like me with them. Mm-hmm. I'd be oh. like, yo, can we do like a picture? Like, like I don't know. I think your head underneath it. Underneath, There's so many different possibilities. They or they could come over like they're my ears. Uh huh. Like positions like that, or if I don't know, or do one like put them on the 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 table and like uh-huh. they're, they they V out like that, and I put mine uh-huh. in, like in the middle, oh, like, yeah. facing in the other way. There's so many possibilities. Well, then you can do bunny ears. Like he lay down, you lay on his stomach with your head, and then you take a picture from above, giving you a little dick bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. There's so many picture possibilities. Really? But uh, he's uh, currently unwilling. Yeah, and you can't bribe him with money because he's rich as fuck. So all you have to offer is your butthole or my so, mouth, I guess. Yeah, any orifice. I wonder if Paige would jerk. Would, I wonder if Paige would blow this guy for me. That would be a lot to ask of a girlfriend. Be like, hey, can you blow a guy? Yeah, but my could, it could be... How bad of a boyfriend would <laughs> I, I be to even ask that question? I don't know. It might be good for her. Like she might like that. I would be interested. But uh. Yeah, that that would be. I'm a send diphalic dude. This episode would be like, yo, I got a gal for you. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll connect you too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it could be great for your career. This is what makes your podcast. You know, the next what's a, what's a big podcast? This American Life. Who knows? I would if if uh if I if it would get me a hundred thousand listeners. I I you know what I would suck that I would suck one of his dicks mm-hmm. for a hundred thousand listeners and both of them for a hundred and seventy thousand listeners because you get the second one as a discount. Well, <laughs> well start, start some sort of campaign trying to get listeners. It can be a big event. Yeah, if uh, if you maybe I'll start a petition. Yeah, that's the, the get the, diphalic dude on the podcast. These are the real issues these days. <laughs> you know, I've given up on us trying to solve real issues. Yeah, so now I'm going to solve the ones important to me, yeah. and that is getting women naked in my bedroom for a podcast mm-hmm. and talking to diphalic dude. Yeah, yeah, he's like on my top three list of like podcast guests. Who are the other ones? Dan Savage. Okay. Of course. And then um I you know, I wanna ask I wanna ask Barack about <laughs> his sex life. I wanna ask him what how that how they kept it going in the I White House. I think they have a good sex life. They're, I do too. Yeah. And I, I mean, want to know rocky times, but they. they I want to know in. how good was that blowjob the first night you slept in the White House. Oh yeah. You know? And the first one behind in the Oval Office. Yeah. Because Michelle's cool. She would do that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She gave him all sorts of fun birthday sex. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's super stressed out. And he needs he needs that. And she's a supportive wife. And they both good looking people. Yeah, I know. And have, has it been discussed what, what his dick would look like? I'm sure it has somewhere. But yeah, there's got to be at least one ex-girlfriend who's, who came out and said, like, look, Barack is... See, that's how I feel about Leonard Nimoy. This is kind of a weird... Ugh, why uh, are we yeah, bringing... Young you Leonard in, Nimoy. You want to ensure my flaccidness. I know, Bring I know. up Leonard Nimoy. I love young Leonard Nimoy, and a lot of women do, more than more than Kirk, more than... Uh, why? Because he's, like, mysterious. He's hard to get. He's, you know, he's unemotional. And doesn't have a penis? No, he has a penis. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot, of, a lot of fan fictions of Spock... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a penis. His his blood is green, so I, I assume it would be uh, a little bit different color than this. It's, flesh. Yeah, because it's yeah, it'd kind of be like more, you know, more green. But uh, yeah, there's been tons of fan fictions. Not that I've ever read any of them. Uh, I found like w- like once. I was like, this is pretty, pretty like when I would binge watch the original series, and 
Uh, I've been like, oh, I, I could see what. You ever, you ever give yourself a good diddle during one? No, but I lucid dream and I have sex with young, young Spock in my lucid dream. You dreams. lucid dream? Yeah. Okay. Explain. Mm-hmm. You don't know lucid dreaming? I know what it is because I listen to You Made It Weird with P. Holmes, so he goes into depth, but I, yeah. I don't know that I believe in it. It's You can just control your dreams. And like, just go fuck people? Yeah. Like, I don't, it's not like I c- compose like the whole structure of what my dream is. I'll be in a dream and then I'll realize I'm dreaming and then I can do whatever I want, I want, like within that, like whatever arena I'm in, like what setting. And then, I'll, what are you going to do if you have control over the whole world? You're going to fuck something. Or someone. <laughs> or someone. I like how the first instinct was something. <laughs> something I mean, I some- guess someone. Well, I that sounds boring. I said something because, like, if you, you would say, you would, uh, yeah, a person probably. You know, so you, Still you, probably. If you have your kinks, maybe you want to fuck a centaur. I don't know. Uh, that's where I draw the line of weird. No, yeah, I draw I my line. Do it either. My but. my weird. It's not about what I'm into, but what I'll call weird sexually mm-hmm. is uh, I draw the line at centaurs and vor. Mm-hmm. Vor. Vor is the people who want like eat people or like disembody oh, people and they just okay. get off on cutting off someone's hand no and then i matched with someone on tinder who she has a cannibal fetish and i and then i was like yeah but she's hot so i mean let's talk <laughs> i don't have to consider that i was gonna let her butter literally put butter on me and talk about how she wants to eat me wow and then we'd figure out a way to yeah, how do you like supplement the the urge? Like how she would stop short of the eating me part. It would be a matter of like, how would I get off? Because she just gets off just at the thought of that stuff and jerking off wow. later, and she actually doesn't even really like sex that much. Interesting. And I was like, I could see us like figuring out something because I can I lean more submissive at times. So mm-hmm. I was like, we could. I was like again. I think it was partially just because, like, well, she's hot. Let's let's hear her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if it was someone who wasn't very attractive, I'd be like, no, that's weird. Well, and and gross. you haven't you haven't tried it. Maybe you would like being buttered up. Maybe the butter just feels nice. I wonder what like Barack's fetishes are. Oh. What's he into? I don't know. I feel like he's a strong guy, but he'd be giving too. Like he he's not just I don't know dominant. You think he's like a drone voyeur? He's a voyeur, but only if a drone's involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Which president besides Barack would you fuck? I guess uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he 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 obviously fucks, so he he's good at it. Now, what if we went with like uh, 19th century presidents only? I don't I don't know them well enough. (laughs) I know, despite being a terrible person, uh, Andrew Jackson was a badass. Yeah. He like beat people with not that that's beating people with canes is badass, but he uh, and yeah, I know a lot of Andrew Jackson facts. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if he was even good looking, but... He, he was, was like an everyman's yeah, person, yeah. like he's tough. And he had good hair. Yeah. You ever see a portrait of Andrew Jack? Good yeah. hair. Good, good head hair. of hair. Yeah. Like I envy that, yeah. yeah. I don't know who else. Not Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't, that would be... I couldn't. Right? He was gay, right? Uh, Maybe... I like for him to be gay in my head. James Buchanan is the one who everyone thinks was probably gay. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one before Lincoln. He like wrote love letters to a guy, another guy. I forget if it was another senator or what, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, how's how's this going so far? Is this like is this what you imagined it was going to be? I know I'm not having the erection that you want me to have. Um, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I know it, I wanted the just the instant erection. When you saw me naked, you're supposed to just be like, "Wow, that's that's the best." And just it's no, I can work to it. I mean, like I like look, I can produce an erection if it's something like you want to see. But otherwise, like it's just. Uh, I mean, I might see it eventually. Who knows? Oh, look at you! Whoa! I mean, we're already naked. Whatever could you possibly mean by I that? I just, I just might as well. <laughs> 
Might, might as well what, Hillary? They can't read your face. This is an audio-only medium. <laughs> well, they can use their imagination. You got to make them work for it. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to be some smut. So smut podcast. It's the man whore podcast. It's kind of <laughs> close. To, it's pretty oh, okay. much a smut podcast. Oh. Fuck. Fuck, she says. There you go. <laughs> That's it's, it's weird. That's like the most uncomfortable I've been this whole time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, just having to say, let's uh, maybe we'll fuck later. Just hmm. Hmm. feels very exposed. Good. Finally, we get you feeling exposed. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't getting the the nips out, which have been kind of hard the whole time. They're no, they're not they're, hard at all. Well, they're so, puffy. It's so yeah, they're just, they're naturally puffy. Okay, but when when it gets like and like I feel like my whole they're all like they're being really lazy right now. Like normally, if it'll be a little colder and they kind of like perk up yeah. entirely. Yeah, the the entire breast goes up or, or just the uh, nips. It's probably just the nipple, but the, it makes it look different. Okay, right now they're kind of. Yeah, is there a way to get them? Is there a way to get them? It's more only, it has to just be a little colder. I like to live in a colder environment. Like I don't even I don't even have my heater on right now. Okay. And I, I just, can't control mine, sadly. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I played with them. I don't but I'm not big in a nipple play either. Like just Okay. You know. So how else as she tweaks her, her nipples now? <laughs> seeing what she can do. So this is uh this is what you expected, it. not what you expected. So yeah, as I didn't really know what to expect, so and I didn't look into it. I wanted to be just kind of oblivious. So yeah, yeah. It's if I if I if you had shown up and there was no podcast, I mean, I, I can't say <laughs> I would be like, surprised. They got me again. Yeah, you could have at least bought like a, a Fisher Price microphone, try to like trick me or something. Uh, yeah, but okay, good, good. Do you want to hear more bad Tinder stories, or what else? What else can we talk about? Um, so I th- whenever there's. I I struggle with blood flow circulation. Like mm-hmm. I have trouble um, coming up with stuff when it's directing down there. Yeah. So uh, wh- whatever you want to talk about, <laughs> Billy's <laughs> Billy's getting a little mush mouth now, and you finally spread your legs for the first time. Oh this yeah. Whole well, time. you've been saying you... cross leg the whole time. Well, I'm... it's because it's because I'm hot. I'm getting sweaty. Like it's getting the the skin on skin. Normally you're wearing clothes that kind of absorb any sweat that's happening, but when right. it's just skin. I'm a sweaty person. I'll admit that. You don't look like it. You don't look like it. Well, it happens. I like always. I've struggled my whole life with pit stains, trying to keep them in check, not having them. I one time when I was in uh, I was in high school and I was going to a popular girl's house. And I was wearing a gray shirt. You know, gray shirts are the worst with pit stains. So on my, I was driving there and I put tissues in my in my shirt oh, to man. to keep the sweat from happening. I didn't get to my shirt, so I get out and I forget to take them out. And so I would go to hug my friend, and they fall out, and and it looks like I stuffed my bra, and they we all they like kind of saw it on the ground, and I was like, oh, uh, it was in my armpits, like it because that's not as bad as stuffing your bra, like not as embarrassing. You should have just been like, yeah, I was stuffing my bra. You caught <laughs> yeah. me. Oh boy, so embarrassing. <laughs> it, was a, it was a popular girl. So they invited me to hang out. <sighs> it was just because I had a car. I, okay. I found. I learned that later. I mean, they liked me, but I was always kind of the weird one. Yeah, in that phase of my life. Okay, okay. Yeah. When did? Um, but you were also like the slutty one in high school, so I feel like. Yeah, I had a reputation because when I tried to tell people what had happened to me, like this guy did this to me, and he he was like an older guy from a different school, and so he heard that he's like, "Oh, don't believe her. She's just a stupid slut." And who are they going to believe? The cool guy from a different school, right? Or just some like young girl, like no one. So. I got the reputation, but I was always like, I went through many groups. I, I was always a volleyball player, so I was on the team, but like I went through stages. Volleyball players yeah, are my favorite Yeah, because you're 
uniforms. Oh, everybody loves the uniforms. Are the number one best spank material that has, is no nudity. Just those yeah. shorts are. But it can get a little pervy because you're looking at sometimes you can look at a. You know, some guys like the high school girls. I'm pretty sure there's a subreddit of like looking at high school girls and uh, volleyball. But it's good when you're a high school boy to look at the high school girls. I just look at the volley because I do. There is the volleyball girl subreddit, and yeah. I just watch that. I just look at that one and pretend they're all at least in college. Yeah, well, I just I mean, don't. It doesn't, want, yeah. doesn't hurt anyone. And no one's naked. They've they've reached sexual sexual maturity, so like it's not like it's that pervy. Like naked Hillary advocating <laughs> for for <laughs> imaginative statutory rape. <laughs> yeah, you know. But if if you knew how gross volleyball girls were, your your boner probably wouldn't like it so much because we were disgusting. Like we're it's not I mean, sexy. Just the before room. before you continue, uh-huh. depending on whether or not you want to see a boner, you can proceed it's thusly. Not, <laughs> it's not that disgusting. It's not like oh, like horrific. But it's like we're not like in the locker room being all cute. Like oh my tits, we're like farting, uh, talking about how I need to shit. You know. Uh, just like not washing our hair for days and bragging and about there it. it goes. Yeah, yeah, it's not because it's it's a hard life. For our our team was like a good team. We were all played outside of school, and uh, so like we were pretty com- committed. So you you don't have time to you know be cute. Always put on makeup for the for the games. Mm-hmm. You get really sweaty, knock, <laughs> knocking balls around. <laughs> okay, okay. Hmm. Yeah, why were we talking about volleyball? I don't remember. Uh, oh, I think well, I was saying me in you, high school. And you in high school, yeah. yeah. I think I was getting mush mouth and be like, "No, you talk about yeah. whatever you want to talk about, lady." Okay, okay. So this this kind of went like how you expected. There wasn't anything else besides the boner thing, which we continuously mm-hmm. um, acknowledge there not being. Yeah. Although although we get quite close, like many times, yeah, get very close. But like I said, I defy yeah. I defy your confidence, lady. Yeah. No, it's pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Any any parting words? Parting thoughts? Uh, questions, queries, uh, observations, anything like that. No, no, pretty good. Okay, awesome. Well, Hillary, thanks for for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's fun. All right then. I uh, want you to say goodbye to people and and let them uh, <laughs> think whatever they're gonna think. Yeah. Uh, they, bye guys. If we if nothing happens, they're gonna be disappointed. And I also and as her your eyebrow goes up and see. Now, now I just kind of want to see if I can fuck with your head a little bit. Oh, please do make me uncomfortable. How how could I make you uncomfortable right now? Because for some people, the uncomfortable would be like coming over there and doing things while on a microphone, and for others, it would be like not doing it. It's very I don't know. Like I said, you're uh, well. Let's see what I've told you about myself. I like I like getting what I want. I like to be in control. Obviously, I'm kind of like I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were a bossy and control chick. Um. Yeah, it's not like what gets me off. I mean, I can do it. It's fun sometimes, but uh, I, I don't know. I. <laughs> you could say no. There's no way we're not having sex and kick me out. I'd be like, oh, that, but that wouldn't make me uncomfortable. I'd just be like, mm. yeah, like I said, what would make you uncomfortable? I mean, having sex on tape would make me uncomfortable. He's hard now, guys. Yeah, we're like, 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 uh, like seven eighths. Seven eighths. <laughs> it's not, not, not quite full yet. It's, it's close. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do stuff on mic. On. I'm thinking gonna... about thinking about it's making me uncomfortable. Good. Okay. There we go. What are you, what are you thinking about? Just because uh, I don't know. It's like a loss of control having everyone listen to me as I do this thing. Because normally when I'm like, if I was like sucking your dick, I would be in control. But then there's all these 
outsiders listening in eventually. And You're thinking about everyone's judging the sounds of my blowjobs, like uh, something I usually pride myself on. Oh, you pride yourself on the sounds of your blowjobs? No, just the the quality of them. But they they hear the sounds of like, oh, she's doing this wrong because it should be sounding a lot different. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the people out there think. I like how your viewers. I like how after about like an hour, I finally got you uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. We should have done this the whole time, awkward, just doing the awkward silence. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good podcasting. That's only good for like the last five minutes, I feel like. Okay, we saved it for the end. I'm, I'm glad we could do that too, if anyone's even still listening. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to start talking about something, but... You have the mic. If you could like get your eyes off my cock, maybe you could actually like say right some things. There. It is right there, yeah. What am I supposed to look at? Look at your your dry erase board. This does mimic what happened the last time. Really? Yeah, two years ago what would happen was uh the women came on, because the gay guy was the third one I record with. They come on, we record, I turn off the mics, and then we just sit there. And it was like a little bit of small, like small talk, but like I didn't get up to get changed because like there's a naked chick sitting there. Why would I have her yeah. put her clothes on? Like I'm gonna enjoy the view until she decides to get up and go. And both times, like we just kind of just sat there, and then eventually, like things kind of went down. And uh, but yeah, no, we just sat there, and then after like maybe 10, 20 minutes or so, just things with. But but it was off mic. Yeah. And now that's happening on, and I'm watching you get uncomfortable, and I very much enjoy that. Well, if we turn the, the mic off, we would, I'd probably just get right to it. Exactly. And I don't want you to be... <laughs> it, it's interesting because I was asking people like what things they would want to hear in like a naked episode or like... And it's just been over the last couple of years. People throw out things like they were like people jerking off during an episode, um, mutual exchange of oral during an episode. No one ever requested fucking, which is I find mildly respectful of them. Yeah. They never asked to get that close um, to my situation, but... I mean, I feel like you're trying to like, get me to jerk you off on on Mike, which I totally I would do. Maybe I'm considering it. I don't know. I'm not trying to do anything, Hillary. He's he's rubbing the head of his penis very lightly. Just letting, letting you guys know. <laughs> you you can uh, jerk off, and I'll narrate you. Start jerking off. Let's see what happens. Okay. Well, that ended very ominously, didn't it? Yeah. Do you want to know what happened? Do you want do you, do you really want to know what goes on after she says that? Well, if you want to know, you'll have to join our community of fan whores on Patreon at the $5 or higher level uh, so you can receive a bonus episode with Hillary that I'm releasing tomorrow that will feature uh, everything that goes on during that narration and i also include another story that i clipped out of our conversation uh, just for the bonus episode to gain access and join our community go to patreon.com slash podcast or download the patreon app and you can find me on there that's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash podcast i love hearing from you people uh, i love hearing from you on social media all over the place I'm on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. We use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast if you want to tweet about the show. Go like the ManWhorePodcast fan page on Facebook. 
And we have an awesome subreddit for the podcast on Reddit. Uh, there are individual comment threads on every episode. I post exclusive pictures there, links to articles that I'm quoted in. Uh, I ask y'all questions just for your input and opinion and more. For all you Redditors, that's r slash podcast. And as always, I love getting emails. I answer 99% of the emails. Almost every, I think I've not answered one email. So go ahead and send me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures. Or if you're a man in Halifax who wants to have sex with this lovely listener, Sarah, shoot me an email at manhorpod at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for downloading. I'll be back next week with a uh, naked trans woman, Anissa. I hope you all enjoy your week or your weekend. I hope you get to spend it naked with someone. And I always hope you stay slutty.